the Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Free Roll Football Contest. Join our free season-long pick'em for a chance to win $3,000 and a Super Bowl autographed SGP helmet. Check out the sign-up link in the SGPN app. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use the promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And finally, we're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any NFL game. Only available on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. You are listening to a Champions League draw reaction show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my other X account. It is at LockBangX. That's at LockBangX. That's where I tweet about all sports, where I post free plays, and also where I post my monthly PL. I'll be posting the month of August in the next 24 hours, and that will become the pin tweet. I am about 48 hours behind schedule from doing that and from delivering the show because, as you can hear, I am ill. I have been worse, though, for the last two days. I've been flat on my back. I've had fluid coming out of both holes in my body. Yes, and I do mean fluid coming out of both ends. It has been horrendous. I've lost about three kg in weight, which in US weight is about seven and a half pounds. Um, I'm going to try not to gain that back straight away when I can actually eat some solid food. But I am finally well enough somehow to deliver this show, which is two days late. I wanted to be a little bit I wanted there to be a little bit of a gap between this show and the international shows but unfortunately the international shows this weekend will be dropping in the next 24 hours so there'll be uh, two of those this weekend looking at the international fixtures just as we were getting into domestic domestic soccer season we do have that international break coming up but as I said my monthly PL will be posted in the next 24 hours and then you can see the month of August. If you didn't see the month of July or June or May and you want to do further research, I encourage everybody to do to do due diligence before they sign up for any kind of service. Because look, 
You're getting free picks all over the place. Free picks all over the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Free picks on YouTube. Free picks all over Twitter. So if you want to invest in paying for picks from anybody, then you want to do your due diligence. And for me, the key thing is the fact that I have delivered 123 months in a row of transparent track profit and I've done it with sensible bankroll management. I don't do five unit maxes. I don't do 10 star plays. I don't do 20 unit whale plays or 25 unit or 50 unit player of the year plays. None of that. I don't chase losses either. I manage my bankroll sensibly and it has ended up with me winning every single month for over a decade. So I've just delivered month number 123 and you'll be able to see that spreadsheet in the next 24 hours as the pin tweet on the Twitter account at LockBangX. As I mentioned, if you have any questions, you, you can shoot me a DM at any time. The DMs are open on that account. Um, sorry, I'm stuttering and stumbling and not as coherent as I should be. But as I said, I have been extremely sick. I just really desperately wanted to get this show out of the way, though, whilst the uh, Champions League draw was still relevant and fresh in people's minds. And I think the main thing that will be fresh in people's mind will be the group of death, because that was a horrendous draw for Newcastle. Well, I guess there's two ways of looking at it. If you're not going to win the Champions League, which realistically Newcastle weren't ever going to win the Champions League and may not even be returning to the Champions League for a while based on how they've started this season then you might just want to play all of these big teams. You might want to play Milan, Dortmund and Paris Saint-Germain. Newcastle are going to get six cup finals out of this. They're going to get to travel to Paris, Milan and Dortmund, three of the most glamorous away stadiums in Europe. And they're going to get to host Milan, Dortmund and PSG, all of which are going to be solid and entertaining games. So, I don't know if Newcastle fans are going to be worried about this draw. In fact, I think they're going to be looking forward to it. And they may even fancy their chances of going through. They are actually the second favourites to qualify from this group, according to the books. We'll see how much I agree with that later on. But the first thing we're going to do is we're going to run through the outright winner's market and see if that's changed at all based on the draw. Manchester City remain the favourites here at 2-1. to one. Now, by Munich, they were slightly shorter than this so they have moved out slightly with the drawing of Manchester United I don't know why United have started the season appallingly they are now at six to one uh, Real Madrid are at eight to one Arsenal are the fourth favourites at ten to one don't understand that um, as far as I'm concerned Man United should have beaten Arsenal on Sunday that was a clear goal from Garnacho. it was also a clear penalty on Erasmus Hoyland and um, every decision went against Man United, in my opinion, because the Premier League want to see a title race. And many people have painted Arsenal as the most viable contenders. But should they be the fourth favourites to win the Champions League? Absolutely not. You have three teams behind Arsenal that, that should be shorter than them. First of all is Barcelona at 14s. Then you have Paris Saint-Germain at 14-1. to Then you have Inter Milan at 20-1. to Man United also at 20-1. to Newcastle 22-1. to Atletico 22 to 1, the champions of Italy, Napoli 25 to 1, AC Milan 40 to 1, Leipzig 50 to 1, Benfica 66 to 1, Dortmund 66 to 1. They've obviously moved as a result of the draw. And then Porto and Sevilla are both at 80 to 1, and everyone else is bigger than 100 to 1. So not much significant movement there from the from the draw. Manchester City started at favourites and they pretty much hold the exact same price. 
they got their usual very, very comfortable draw. I don't understand how they do it every single season, but it's almost a routine tradition that Manchester City always get the easiest possible draw in the Champions League every season. And it's happened once again. It's very likely that Manchester City will win this group with a 100% record and will qualify with that 100% record after just four games. Before we move on to looking at the individual groups, we're not going to do an extensive preview on this show where we're going to look at who finishes top, who finishes bottom, dual forecasts, straight forecasts, how to parlay groups together, anything like that. We're just going to have a quick overview of the groups because the proper Champions League Futures preview show will be dropping the week before the games are actually played. So this is just a initial reaction to the draws. But to the draw, but we are going to run through the groups. But before we do that, let me take this quick time out to tell you guys about DraftKings. Can you believe the NFL is back this weekend and we've had seven months without an NFL game? The NFL returns this Thursday and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just five bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. So if you want to get involved, download the DraftKings app now. Use the code SGP to sign up. As I mentioned, new customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That's code SGP, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Let me also take this quick pause to tell you guys about game time. Game time is the place to go for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals and tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theatre and more. Game time has a game time guarantee, which means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. I've had multiple stresses in my life with tickets, whether it be here in the UK, whether it be in the US. I had a situation this year at WWE's WrestleMania where my tickets that I got from StubHub didn't come through and I had to call in a favour from one of the WWE wrestlers who got me in on a show. I usually do get my tickets from WWE wrestlers anyway, but on this instance, they told me that there weren't any comps because the show was so sold out. So I had to go through StubHub they did not deliver my tickets. The box office would not help me because they're not affiliated to StubHub. They're affiliated to Ticketmaster. It was just a shit show. And I had to call in that favour after being explicitly told there weren't any tickets. Yet somebody managed to get it done for me. I don't like being in that situation. I don't like having to do that. And I don't like the whole situation of waiting to buy tickets for an event, whether it be the timing of it. Our ticket's going to get cheaper. Our better seat's going to become available nearer to the event. It's that waiting for the tickets to come through after purchase. As I said, I've been in situations where the tickets didn't come through or I've been in situations where the tickets didn't come through an hour before the event and will call won't help you. 
there's just loads of stresses that, that become involved with ticket buying and all of that can be alleviated with game time. With game time, you get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds with two taps and you're set and tickets are sent directly through to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag tickets without the stress. Download the game time app and create your account and use the promo code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create your account and redeem the code SGPN to sweeten the deal for a further $20 off. So download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Moving on to looking at and reacting to these groups, we begin with Group A, which is the group I reacted to the most. Manchester United have been drawn with Bayern Munich. Now, this was drawn first. We knew straight away we would be playing Bayern Munich because lot two was drawn after lot one. So I was concerned at this point. I wasn't as concerned when they pulled out Galatasaray and Copenhagen, although I do think Galatasaray will be a tough game. And it's very, very important, in my opinion, that Manchester United do win the first meeting between the two, which is the meeting at Old Trafford. Otherwise, we could be in a very sticky predicament. I have tipped Galatasaray to win the Turkish League because they have done some very strong business this summer. And if Manchester United don't win the game at Old Trafford, then I do feel we could be in some trouble, in some danger of dropping into the Europa League as a result of finishing third here which would really be a disaster for United, although I don't think it will happen. I do think Bayern Munich will win this group. I think there's big value on Bayern Munich here at 4-7 to seven to win the group. United are at 2-1, to one. Galatasaray 12-1, and it's 33-1 to one on Copenhagen. I expect Manchester United to have a 100% home record, and I expect United to have that because by the time we play Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich should have five wins, no draws and no defeats, or maybe four wins, one draw and no defeat, depending how difficult teams find it going away to Galatasaray. So I do think we will be playing a weakened version of Bayern Munich in December, which will allow Manchester United a bigger chance of qualifying. But from Manchester United's perspective, I probably expect us to lose the first game against Bayern Munich. I then expect us to be able to take nine points from the next three games, the two games against Copenhagen and the trip, uh, sorry, the home game against Galatasaray. So we should go into the trip to Galatasaray in a strong position to solidify qualification. But ultimately, I don't see anybody but Bayern Munich winning this group. I think four to seven is a generous price on them, given their Champions League pedigree and especially given their group stage history. They are the absolute kings of qualifying from the group stage, and they will be again. Moving on to Group B, we have Arsenal at 8-15, Sevilla at 4-1, Lons at 6-1, and PSV Eindhoven at 7-1. Initially, I think that Eindhoven are stronger than Lons and actually do have a chance of qualifying from this group because Sevilla only seem to find a extra gear in Europe when it pertains to the Europa League. So it would not surprise me to see Sevilla somehow finishing third, dropping down to the Europa League and finding a way to win that, which would be incredible, but by no means unexpected because they just do it all of the time. So I think Arsenal do win this group. I think it's fair that they're 8-15. to I think their outright price is a bit of a joke. That Arsenal are suddenly the fourth favourites. They have to be, for me at the moment, the most overrated team in all of world football. To have Arsenal 
um, above Real Madrid in the price, sorry, above Barcelona in the pricing is an absolute joke. I mean, above Real Madrid would have been a complete joke, but above Barcelona, the La Liga champions in the pricing and above PSG, I know they've sold a lot of players, but that's because Luis Enrique is trying to build a team that he wants to play the way that he wants them to play. That's because he doesn't want to have those um, those Galacticos there. He doesn't want to do this whole superstar thing. He wants to just build the team around Kylian Mbappe, try to convince Kylian Mbappe to stay and believe in the Luis Enrique project. That's what PSG ideally want to do. And it involves having one superstar, that being Kylian Mbappe, and having a load of players that are going to work for Kylian Mbappe. It's had mixed, it's had a mixed start so far in France, you'd have to say. They haven't had I haven't had a perfect start to the French league season, but it could be something that works. And I certainly think if it clicks, that they have a much better chance of uh, winning the Champions League than Arsenal. But as I said, I don't price these things up. The books do. And um, I do think Arsenal are the right price to win the group. Certainly not the right price to outright win the competition. Up next, we move on to Group C, where Real Madrid are the four to six favourites the top of group featuring Napoli, Union Berlin and Sporting Braga. Yes, I think that's the correct price, given Real Madrid's Champions League pedigree. I think Napoli are going to be a team who regressed this season with Spalletti leaving. We saw no, no signs We saw no signs of it in the first two games, but we did see signs this weekend where they were beating at home to Lazio. Lazio, a team who started with a 100% losing start. That was a big shocker this weekend. It was the first losing lock across Semesa Italia and the EPL shows this season. So a big disappointment for us. And I think that regression will continue throughout the season as I don't think Napoli will win the league and I don't think they'll win this Champions League group, but they will get out of this group along with Real Madrid. I just think Real Madrid are going to be too strong. They'll have a 100% home record and they should be able to pick up wins away to Union Berlin and Braga and we'll be able to win this group as a result of doing that. Up next, we move on to Group D where last season's finalists Inter are just the five to six favourites to win this group which features Benfica here at 9-4. to four. It's 9-2 to on Sociedad and 12-1 to one on RB Salzburg. Now, second place is going to be quite competitive in this group. I don't think the gap between Sociedad and Benfica is as wide as the books make it. They've got Benfica at 1-2 to two to qualify and Sociedad at 6-4. to four. If you've come into the Champions League via La Liga, you are going to be a strong outfit. And Benfica and Porto, they always seem to lose key players every summer. So I think it's going to be a challenge. As for Inter... They should be much stronger favourites to win it. Now, previously, they have underperformed in the Champions League, but last year they got to the final. So the whole jinx of um, Antonio Conte and the way that he treated this competition um, is out the window now. If you've reached the Champions League final, you are now an established threat in the Champions League. And I think this is a very nice group for Inter Milan. And I definitely think there's value at 5-6, to six, minus 120 on Inter Milan last season's finalists winning this group. Before we look at the final four groups, let me take a quick pause here to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has a way to play alongside your favourite football team all season long. With the Fantasy Pick'em, you pick between two to five players. Select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats. Then do what you usually do. 
Spend your Sundays watching the games. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. Finally, let me tell you guys once again about the Free Roll Football Contest. This is a free season-long pick'em contest with $1,000 for first place and $500 for second place. Plus, if you're a Patreon member for the NFL season, your prize doubles to two grand and $1,000. Plus, if a Patreon member wins the Free Roll Football Contest, they'll also get the autographed full-size sports gambling podcast helmet, which includes guests like Joe Theismann, Bill Romanowski, Pac-Man Jones, John Salary, Eric Metcalf, and LeGarrette Blount. Easy for me to say. Sign up in the link in the SGPN app, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon to get in your chance to double your prizes and win the weekly Patreon pickems. That's once again, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon to get your chance to double your prizes. Moving on to these final four groups that we're going to cover here for the Champions League. We move on to Group E. This features Atletico Madrid, Lazio, Feyenoord and Celtic, where Atletico Madrid are the 4-6 favourites to win the group. It's Lazio at 3-1, 9-2 on Feyenoord and 8-1 on Celtic. Celtic are serial underperformers in the Champions League. Even their home advantage of um, having teams struggle at Parkhead has kind of gone over the last decade as the Scottish League continues to get weaker. I think final to be a dangerous team as Lazio notoriously underperform in Europe. And usually I would say Atletico Madrid shouldn't be a group favourite just because they don't have that killer instinct. They're always hampered by Simeone's tactics, particularly in the Champions League. But it's really, really hard to see them not winning this group, given the fact that Lazio have significantly weakened over the summer. Many thought that they would build and give Sarri a little bit more support after finishing second last season, but they haven't. They're comparing their chances of winning Serie A to Leicester winning the EPL in the in, in the year that they did it, which is a ridiculous statement when your team finished second the season before. But that kind of tells you where Lazio at, and it would not surprise me to see Feyenoord pipping Lazio. But the thing that would surprise me the most would be um, Atletico Madrid not qualifying from this group, and I expect them to win it, and I think they're at a decent price to do so. Up next, we move on to that group of death, which is Group F, where PSG are the 6-4 favourites to win it. They have Newcastle at 2-1, they have Milan at 4-1, and they have Dortmund at 5-1. I think that's a crazy price on Newcastle. I think making Newcastle 8-13 second favourites to qualify from this group is crazy as well. They have no Champions League pedigree. Yes, they have some strong players and they are building a strong squad. And I guess if you can take Tonali away from AC Milan on paper, you should be considered a stronger team than AC Milan. But that's just not how football works. You can't just buy yourself a team. And we are seeing Newcastle struggle for chemistry now this season after such a strong result in their opener. They've since lost to Manchester City and Liverpool, although that's not 
that's not too bad when you consider who you've lost to and you consider the opponents. But if you look at the manner of the defeats, they were expected to really challenge Manchester City in that game. They kept Manchester City in a bad spot coming off the um, off the Europa Super Cup. They were travelling back from that. They'd had a very lacklustre pre-season because they started two weeks late. So they're two, by, two weeks behind everybody in terms of fitness, whilst Newcastle had a full pre-season. And Newcastle really didn't challenge it. Man City won the game 1-0, but they won it comfortably. And then against Liverpool, Newcastle led the game 1-0. Liverpool went down to 10 men and came back and beat them 2-1. And at the weekend, they were just quite simply outclassed and embarrassed by Brighton. And all of these teams in this group are better than Brighton, in my opinion. So I don't see it with Newcastle. I do think one of the other teams will squeak through. I think this is good for PSG to be in this group. I really do. I think a problem that PSG have had over the years is the fact that their league has been too easy. And then they've also been given an easy Champions League group. And then when they step up and play that one tough Champions League game that they would have, maybe when we look back to the 21-22 season where they played against Man City, they would lose that game. They would lose um, away to Manchester City. And although they did beat Manchester City on their own turf where they got up for the game, they did ultimately finish second in the group, got themselves a difficult draw in the round of 16 and exited at the hands of Real Madrid, who were just making phenomenal comebacks all throughout that season, starting with PSG because many believe their name was written on the trophy. So PSG don't have to go through that where they have to just all of a sudden rise up the levels all the time. They're going to have to play at a high level for every single one of their Champions League games. And this is going to be a real test and it's going to prepare them for the round of 16, which I do think they'll get to. And um, I do think that they will win this group because I think it's going to be difficult for anybody to pick up a win at the Park the Princes. So I do think PSG will ultimately end up winning this group, although it will be a tough tussle and anybody can beat anyone, particularly on their home turf. I just think PSG on their own home turf will be the strongest team in this group. And by the time that group stage starts, I think they will fully understand the way that Louis Enrique wants them to play, which is going to be a possession-based game. And if you have more and more of the ball and you are dominating the ball and having 65-70% of it, it's difficult to lose Champions League games at least. So you may draw some games, but I don't think draws away from home are going to be a bad result, particularly in this group. Up next, we move on to Group G, which is pretty much irrelevant to talk about. Um, City have drawn another easy group. They're the one that's six favourites to win it. You could probably give me one to 12, and I still think there'd be uh, value there. Leipzig are at five to one. Young Boys are at 50 to one. And Red Star, Red Star Belgrade are at 50 to one. Um, we'll just gloss past this group. But all I will say is this is going to give Erling Haaland a good chance to be the top goal scorer in the Champions League. Again, we will finish up by talking about the top goal scorer and uh, namely because of this group, I do believe Haaland is the rightful front runner to win again and I do think that he will win again because it's hard to see Manchester City exiting his competition before the semi-final stage. The final group we look at is a group where Barcelona should win very, very comfortably. They're priced up at four to nine here. Honestly, I think you could go as short as minus 300. I think you could go to minus 400 because if Barcelona don't win, it would be more criminal than their transfer activity. This club is run criminally, but this would be more of a criminal act to not win this group. They're in a group with Porto, 
who, as I mentioned, alongside Benfica, are a team who notoriously sell their best players. Porto are at 5-2. to two. Shakhtar Donetsk are at 20-1. to one. And Antwerp are at 25-1. to one. So Barcelona should not only qualify, they should win this group. They are an automatic parlay piece, in my opinion, to win this group. You could parlay together um, Bayern Munich, Barcelona and Manchester City and have a 10-unit three-team parlay. And you can probably count your money after four games. That's how comfortably these three teams are going to win their group. So for me, this is a no-brainer play. Barcelona win this group. Take them as a parlay piece at four to nine. If they don't win this group, as I said, it would be more criminal than the way that this club has been run over the last half decade. So let's move on to the top goal scorer market. This is a bonus market that I'm going to look at here. I wasn't going to look at this until the actual future show. But as I mentioned, when we looked at it, Erling Haaland has drawn himself in a very, very comfortable group. And I think getting him here at six to five does offer up some value. I think the books have priced it right in terms of his competition coming from Harry Kane next in the market. He's at three to one. Kylian Mbappe's at five to one, but he's in a tougher group. Robert Lewandowski's at eight to one. Now, Barcelona are in an easy group, but Barcelona also tend not to blow teams away. They seem to be a very, very strong defensive team these days. In fact, in Europe's top leagues, they were the best defence, particularly at home, where they do, te- they do tend to grind out games by a 1-0, 2-0 scoreline, which doesn't mean that Robert Lewandowski can really score as many goals as he did at Bayern. It's then a big jump to Victor Oshiman at 28-1, a bigger jump to Gabriel Jesus and Ramos at 40-1, to and then a bigger jump to Marcus Rashford, Vinny Jr., Jude Bellingham, Julian Alvarez... Um, and Alexander Isaac at 50 to 1. But I think the winner comes from the top three. For me, I think Mbappe's in a tough group where he's not going to be able to score the braces and hat tricks that Haaland and Kane can score. So I do think it's a two horse race. And I do lean for the fa- lean for towards the favourite once again. Although this year we're getting six to five plus one twenty, and last year we were actually able to get eleven to four on that selection, a significantly better price on Haaland to be the top goalscorer last time out. So that's it for me and this Champions League draw reaction show. As I mentioned multiple times on the show, there will be a proper future show closer to the Champions League where we're going to look at other markets. And we're also going to have an official futures lock on that show. But if you want to get all of my futures play, you know where to go. Head over to lockbetting.com. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.